Hey everybody, welcome down to our quick questions episode. This week is with Chris Finn. We talked with him last week on the podcast, a little bit about some research he's doing on the correlation between fitness and club head speed and what we can learn around that. Fantastic episode, and I encourage you to go back and listen to that. In this short episode, we're going to get to know him a little bit better by running through our list of rapid fire questions. This episode and that episode are sponsored by TGW.com, the golf warehouse. Great spot to pick up any gear. Use that coupon code GSL for an awesome discount. And it was also sponsored by Gravity Fit. They make really good training aids, feedback devices to help you gain better awareness of posture, swing better, get better in your fitness. Something that I use on a very regular basis here as my posture is not always great. All right, make sure to check that out and let's get into these quick questions with Chris. Here we go. We'll start off with an easy first question. Your best golf purchase or best golf gear that you've gotten in the past six months? I think the new 2018 Scotty Cameron. It definitely was not me, but the ball's going in the hole more. <laughs> what is your model or what is your, uh, which one did you get? Uh, I got the the mallet. I don't remember the actual name of it. That tells you how good I am at, at that. All I know is the ball's going in the hole. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Most memorable golf trip. Anything stand out for you? I think actually uh, last December I went down to Kiowa, like got to play the ocean course as well as uh, the other three courses down there, you know, Cougar Point, Osprey, and um, actually had my best round on the ocean course. So that was a nice trip. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. What, yeah. What's your favorite game to play with friends? Do you have anything specific? I'm pretty simple when it comes to that. I, you know, pretty much just uh, just the Nassau, you know, front, back, and then and all around. And, and then I definitely like to throw a couple side bets in there as we go to hold a hole see if we can get the pot up a little bit especially if i'm playing well that day if i'm not playing that well that day we just stick to the nasa there you go <laughs> all right so god forbid that your game is in the gutter i'm sure it never is what never, do never. you do to get out of a rut i think for me in particular if i'm in the gutter i'm usually hitting a hook so i just try to hit the opposite shape safe shot and then you know hopefully that's somewhat in play or I've, actually, the, what I'll do is I'll wait till the other groups ahead of me, and I, I play a bunch of speed golf. So I'll just I'll just play speed golf for one hole, and that usually gets me and <laughs> gets me back into a place where I can actually keep the ball in bounds. Love it. Those are actually both super solid suggestions. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like both of those concepts a lot. It makes a lot of sense to me. There's some wisdom in those ideas. In your profession, in your work that you've done over the past few years, is there anyone that's been a mentor or a big influence on you? Do I have to only name one? No, no, no. Fire away. <laughs> I mean, I have to say all the guys at TPI, um, Greg, Dave, you know, Jason, everybody over there has been phenomenal in terms of from a mentor standpoint, you know, answering emails and don't want to have you know, random silly questions in terms of all the research we're doing and finding. And uh, oftentimes I feel like I'm you know, two miles behind when I ask a question. Ben Shear has been awesome too in terms of you know, we're getting a lot into eccentric work and a lot of the stuff that he's been doing for a number of years. So there's just a lot of really smart people who are, are willing to share their experience. And uh, I can't tell you how appreciative I am to everybody that I've been blessed to kind of learn from for sure. Before a round of golf, what is your warm up routine? What I preach or what I do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it depends on uh, how cooperative my children have been. Um, if they've been cooperative and I can actually get out of the house early, I like to go get there about an hour early. I do a little dynamic warm up and then you know, chip and putt and then hit some on the range and then finish up with a little bit of, of chipping. But if it's what usually happens, my, I plan to leave an hour ahead and I don't actually get out of the house till 10 minutes before the tea time and do the old uh, two minute couple swings and go. 
what would be the dynamic warm up or just like the couple things that you would do if you only had like five minutes before you had to hit the tee shot? Like what would be the, the few things that a person could do? I think what I find the most helpful what I've seen with our clients has been, if you think of TPI, I think calls it a stork turn, but basically if you work on warming up lower body rotation, kind of rotating over a planted foot, uh, then keep your hips kind of still just rotating your torso back and forth. You can hold a club if you want. I think those two, and then I usually go into a little lunge with a rotation and then go into just standing total rotation left and right, kind of with a golf club and then, you know, go from there. So I think the biggest thing is just trying to work, picking things that directly warm up any of your rotary centers and then any what we would call more compound movements or movements that address multiple joints at a time. Those are your biggest bang for your bucks in terms of getting your, your internal temperature up and then you feel hopefully somewhat warm before you play. In your work, what are you most afraid of? I think what I'm most afraid of, and you know, particularly in the therapy side of things, I think there'd be two things. In therapy, I'd be uh, afraid of diagnosing somebody incorrectly and treating them for the wrong cause of their problem. Uh, and then I think on the training side and from the performance side, I think it would be along the same lines in terms of you know misunderstanding in our assessment what a player needs and training them the totally wrong way. Gotcha. So it just for you, the the value of the assessment and the accuracy of the assessment is is key. It's absolutely huge. I think honestly, that's what has driven a lot of us, a lot of our questions, and a lot of the research we've done is we don't want to guess. We want to know. If we have, you know, a, you know, a golfer in front of us, of, you know, that's 50 years old, what is the specific thing that we need to be doing for that person based on how he shows up that day? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, throughout this industry, I guess, you know, no matter what you're doing too often, it's like, oh man, that's a great idea. Let me go do that without <laughs> any assessment or, you know, idea of what you should be doing. It's a common problem. Oh, totally. And, or it's, Hey, that worked for Dustin Johnson. I'm going to go do that. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's the other big problem we have in our industry is any of the research that has been done has been done on the 1% of the 1% and doesn't, isn't necessarily going to apply to the, to the average or the more common golfer. On the flip of that, I'm that most afraid of, what do you want to see happen with your students and, and your clients? I think the number one thing that, that I look for when I'm in any of our clients is that look they get in their eye when they understand how everything works and why their body's working the way it is. And if they, whatever that goal is, if it's creating more speed, if it's being able to play four rounds without being in pain, that that look of kind of independence or empowerment, that they understand how their whole machine of a body works and they understand the steps that they need to take to manage that independently. I think that's probably the coolest thing for me as a coach, as a therapist, is when you get that client to the point where they don't need you anymore. That, that to me is the, is the coolest thing that I look for. And it just, that's what brings me back every day. Two quick ones to end. Favorite golf course that you've played? I got to go with uh, Ocean Course. And book that you've read recently, golf or non-golf related, that you really enjoyed and have recommended to people? I think non-golf, definitely the, uh, the 10X rule by Grant Cardone. I'd probably be the, the top one I'd say recently. <laughs>